TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. One of the problems that anyone who works with people who are food insecure, who uh, aren't getting enough food to eat or enough healthy food to eat, is that a lot of food banks, what they get, they ask for is non-perishable items because they're easier to store and transport, but the non-perishable items are not as healthy as fresh food. But of course, fresh food, produce is perishable. Uh, a few years ago, uh, a, a group of people got together and they created something for the Pittsburgh area that helps to solve that problem. It's called 412 Food Rescue. And on the line with us uh, this morning is Hannah Human. She is program director at 412 Food Rescue. Uh, good morning, Hannah. Hi. Uh, so t- tell us a little bit about 412 Food Rescue, what it is and, and what it does. Sure. So 412 Food Rescue was founded to bridge the disconnect between the fact that 40% of the food produced in this country is wasted. And at the same time, one in seven people in our community experiences food insecurity, meaning there is no guarantee of where their next meal is coming from, which in this country of abundance is so, so unfortunate. And troubling. So what 412 Food Rescue did is rescue uh-huh. the surplus food that is created. So this is good quality food. There are just for various reasons, um, issues that make it unsellable, but it's perfectly good and safe to eat. Most of the time, any of us would see it and have no idea um, what was wrong with it. So we rescue that food and deliver it directly to nonprofit organizations who can use that food right away. Go, go, back, go back for when just When we a... started this, we were using social media, mm-hmm. and we upgraded to an app that's called 412 Food Rescue Volunteer Hero App. It is uh, available on the App Store and Google Play. It is for volunteers who actually can rescue the food donation. So sort of like if you were an Uber or a Lyft driver, you get a notification on your phone that says there is a food rescue available in your area. If you're interested, you click on the rescue and the app takes you from where to pick up the food, how much you're going to pick up to the nonprofit location that you'll be dropping it off at. Um, Each rescue typically averages about 30 minutes of your time and about five miles of driving time. So it's something that's really easy to do to fit into one's schedule and makes a big impact for getting the food directly to people who need it. Go back for for, uh, just a second. Hannah Eumann is uh, Program Director at 412 Food Rescue. Uh, What's the website address, Hannah? Sure, it's the numbers 412-FOOD-RESCUE. Okay, so that's easy enough to remember. Go back for a minute. You said forty percent. Was that? Did I hear that right? Correctly, of the food that is produced in this country is wasted. Yes, unfortunately, that is a true statistic. So, that, so all of the resources that go into, I mean, the the, the farming, the raising of, of crops or vegetables or uh, animals, um, and, and all of the production that is required to bring it to the supermarket or the restaurant, 
that's forty percent of that's going to waste. Yes, exactly. That is that that's astonishing. Why when we say it's wasted, what do we mean by wasted? It spoils before somebody consumes it, or it's still good and they just throw it away. Yeah. So there's a number of reasons why uh, food does not make it to us. Uh, of course, you know, as consumers, we are some of the issues. <laughs> Um, food waste at home is definitely an issue. It's really easy to go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of food with all of the best intentions to prepare that food. Um, and then, you know, things happen throughout the week. We get busy, end up ordering out, things like that. And then that fridge of food goes to waste. Um, on the level um, of a distributor or a store, um, there, the distributor may receive a pallet full of, let's say, carrots that are supposed to all be in five-pound bags, and the bags that they receive them in, say, three pounds. So you're not able to sell that. So it's a so pack. It's a packaging. It's or a packaging problem. It's food, not the problem with the food. Sorry, the pack. It's it's a package. The package is incorrect. It's not a problem with the food inside the package, but the label is wrong. Right. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons. Um, or, you know, something happens in transport, maybe a couple cases on a pallet get damaged, so that whole pallet could be received as damaged, uh, things like that. So it's just um, a matter of really making sure that we rethink the way that we're distributing food to people. Uh, there's, as I'm sure you've heard, this idea right now that we have to be growing more and more and more food because we have a growing population. But we really think of it as we just need to be redistributing food. We need to be thinking of food distribution differently. I, we're, we're talking with Hannah Human. She is a program director at uh, 412 Food Rescue. We are going to be talking in just a couple of minutes about the need for what they call food heroes, people who can match the places where the extra food is with the people who need it uh, in the Pittsburgh area, but in particular in the, the Mon Valley, McKeesport, West Mifflin, uh, Braddock kind of area. Um, we're going to tell you more about that in just a couple of minutes. 412foodrescue.org is the website. There is also a 724 Food Rescue, is there not? Yeah, there is. So 724 Food Rescue um, is a way for 412 Food Rescue to reach the five counties that are in the 724 area code. So we, when we started, we're reaching some of those areas, but we really wanted to make sure that we were intentional about expanding within those five counties and making sure that we were getting food not just within Allegheny County, or within the city of Pittsburgh, but with the surrounding communities as well, because food insecurity is unfortunately in a lot of places. And we want to make sure that we're really impactful and intentional with the food that we're distributing. And we saw a need from partners in those counties to get more food. When you talk about there. what is the definition of food insecurity? Because I mean, I you know, I, I think for a lot of us, especially those of us who have a little bit of, of privilege, we look around right. and we say, well, there's a you know, there's grocery stores everywhere, there's Walmart everywhere, there's Dollar General, Family Dollar, uh, restaurants everywhere. How could people not have enough food to eat? Sure. So the definition of food insecurity is that a person does not have a guarantee of where their next meal is coming from. So that is 
what I like to tell people, that's not looking in your refrigerator and saying, oh, uh, I don't really have anything. I'm going to run out to the store. I'm going to run out to a restaurant. It's not actually having food in one's pantry, not having food in the refrigerator, not having the income to go purchase food, um, or not necessarily knowing where you're going to be able to get food to either feed your family or feed yourself for your next meal. Not not having money. I mean, and not not having the money yep. to go buy the food. You know, it's really easy if you've got twenty dollars in your pocket and you've paid all your bills for the month to call the pizza place and have them deliver a pizza. But if you don't have the twenty dollars or your bills aren't being paid, um, and there's no store within walking distance, and you don't have a car, things get real tricky real fast. I would guess. Yes, definitely. There's just so many factors that go into this, um, and. I'm really glad you brought up transportation because that's something we're really trying to work on is getting food to nonprofit organizations where people are located. So this may be to a community through the housing authority of the city of Pittsburgh or housing authority of Allegheny County where someone can just walk downstairs from their apartment and go to the community room and there is a food distribution from food from 412 Food Rescue happening so Let's, that way they don't have to worry about transportation they don't have to worry about worry about limited pantry hours things like that so we're just trying to get food to people and make it as convenient as possible because like you mentioned there are bills there are other things that people have to consider if we can get people food and just take that worry away you can then use that money towards other things if you're on a very limited income. Let, let's pause right there and let's pick it up exactly uh, uh, what you just mentioned with this transportation issue because I think it is key for a lot of people in the Pittsburgh area. Hannah Uman is a program director at 412 Food Rescue. The website is 412foodrescue.org. Uh, if you have a smartphone, uh, you can participate. You can download the app from the Apple uh, iTunes store or from the Google Play store. Uh, we're going to be back here here in 30 seconds to talk more about this. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Hannah Uman. She is pro Program Director at 412 Food Rescue. Uh, we are talking about what 412 Food Rescue is, uh, why it has become so important um, in the Pittsburgh area, and how they have a need for people in the Mon Valley area, specifically West Mifflin, uh, McKeesport area, to participate in 412 Food Rescue. We're going to explain to you just what you have to do to be a food hero. Do you have to wear a cape if you're a food hero? <laughs> is that um, optional? You can certainly wear a cape or dress up like a superhero to be a food rescue hero and we have had people do that in the past we <laughs> love when we see pictures of that okay uh well, well we, we no cape or tights necessary but it, it's optional we'll talk about that in a little while uh hannah when we took the break we were talking about the, the transportation problem and mm -hmm. um bus transportation is not great in Allegheny County, although it's better, I think, than in the surrounding uh, five-county area, um, for people to go to the grocery store. If you do not have right. a car in a lot of Allegheny County, uh, getting to the grocery store is, you know, 
calling an Uber or Lyft or hiring a Jitney or asking a friend to drive you. Um, right. How is you mentioned that 412 Food Rescue is trying to get the food to the neighborhoods where there are no grocery stores. Is that correct? Well, we're just trying to get food to where people are located. So this may be where there is a food desert. It may be where there's a transportation desert. Okay. It may be where there's both. Okay. Uh, yeah. Where, where does the food come from? We haven't really talked about that yet, but who, who is donating this food that, for whatever reason, is unsellable but is still edible and healthy? Sure. So we have um, over 500 food donor partners who we work with. Uh, Giant Eagle is our biggest uh, grocery partner, um, and we actually have a number of Giant Eagles that we work with um, in the Mon Valley. Uh, we also work with distributors like Gordon Food Service, Paragon, Cisco. Uh, we work with other grocery retailers. We work with farms during the season. We work with small uh, restaurants. We work with cafes. We work with catering companies. Really, any food business that has surplus food that is safe and nutritious and donatable, we will make sure to get that food to people who can use it. I, I saw on in your annual report on the 412 Food Rescue website that uh, mm-hmm. you work with some of the universities and colleges that have big cafeterias. You work with a couple of different bakeries, like bakery thrift Definitely. stores, and um, uh, some of the brand names that you see on the on the shelf if you go to the supermarket uh, selling bread and hot dog buns and hamburger buns. You work with some of them, and... They they tell 412 Food Rescue what when they have, we baked too many hot dog buns or hamburger buns and, and we don't know what to do with them. Something like that? Sure. So uh, we have a couple ways that we work with partners. Certain partners that we have, we know that there is going to be some sort of surplus every day. So we send a regularly scheduled volunteer to pick that food up and it goes to the same designated nonprofit organization. We also are available for calls for ad hoc donations. So when there is a large event with surplus food over, you know, leftover or, um, uh, let's see, couple pallets of tomatoes, you know, the highly perishable produce that we want to make sure gets to people quickly, we'll take those as well. So we have a mix of scheduled and ad hoc donations. Uh, Hannah Uman is uh, director uh, or is program director at 412 Food Rescue, 412foodrescue.org. We mentioned that there is also now a 724 food rescue for people outside of the 412 uh, area code. Do, do they go to 724 food rescue or do they? is there a different app, for instance? No, it's the same app. Actually, okay. that's a great question. Okay. Want to just check out the 412 Food Rescue Volunteer Hero app and we will list both rescues for the 412 area okay. and the 724 area. And we use uh, location services so that the rescue is going to be close by to where you're located to make it that much more convenient. Now, I, I want to ask you a little bit about how this was founded. You alluded to the fact that this was originally being done on social media. A- am I correct that this this grew out of the, the Braddock Free Store product that uh, Gazelle Fetterman and, and some other people were working on? Definitely. So um, it started with working with the Braddock Free Store with um, the co-founders, Giselle Fetterman and Leah Lizarondo, who is our CEO, okay. um, realized that there was a surplus food from one partner that delivered to the free store. And they started thinking, if there's just 
surplus produce from just one partner that we work with, let's think about how much more surplus there must be, you know, in all, you know, we have so many grocery stores, so many different places to get food. So they did research, learned more and more about food rescue, and then started 412 Food Rescue. And at the time, we were just using social media. So when we would get a donation that would come in, we would post it on Facebook and say, hey, everyone, we have a pickup from, you know, location A to a nonprofit that we already matched the food with. And that's how we would get people to pick up the um, food. So it was really like this grassroots social media origin, but we quickly realized we needed something that was more scalable. Yeah, that would get complicated. Um, to, to The logistics of that would get pretty complicated pretty quickly, it seems to me. Totally. Yeah. So, so, so who developed the computer or the smartphone app? Because it seems to me the computers could do that a lot quicker than, than human beings can do it, right? Yeah, definitely. So um, the first iteration was Steel City Code Fest. Okay. And um, since there, we've worked, uh, we have a number of developer partners, and we have a team that manages the technology um, who are on staff at 412 Food Rescue. Um, and the app has actually is um, continuing. There's just so many things that keep growing and keep advancing with it, which is so exciting. Um, and we actually are working with other nonprofit organizations and other areas around the country who are able to use this technology to scale up their own food rescue programs. Uh, it's, it's, and, and how many iterations now has this gone through? The iterations of the app? Of the app, yeah. Do they update it every so often? or? Yeah, you know, it's just like any other smartphone app. There gets updates and modifications um, to it. And uh, we just announced that we were updating for all of our regular food rescues, those are all going to be on the app now. So um, it's really just such a great platform and is an example of technology that can be used for positive social impact. Do, do, the, do the stores or restaurants or catering services, they use the app as well? So they program in, hey, we have this surplus food that um, is available for 412 Food Rescue. They, do, they, do they plug it in themselves? or No, actually, we still do that. Okay. We're talking with Hannah Uman. She is Program Director of 412 Food Rescue. You can get more information about the program at 412foodrescue.org. You can download the app for your smartphone, if you have a smartphone, uh, at Apple's iTunes Store or at the Google Play Store. It is available both for Apple phones and for Android phones. You are listening to Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Welcome back. Our guest for a few more minutes is Hannah Uman. She's program director at 412 Food Rescue. We're talking about 
uh, their need for food heroes, people to match surplus food and deliver it uh, to f- uh, food banks and community organizations where uh, hungry people uh, can then use it. Uh, Hannah mentioned that 40% of the food, I'm starting to sound like an infomercial here, for, did you believe that 40% of the food that's produced in this country uh, goes to waste and 412 Food Rescue is trying to do their effort to... To, to combat that. Hannah, is anyone else in the country using your app? Like, is there a Cincinnati food rescue or a Seattle food rescue? Yeah, that's a great question. So we are working with uh, currently three organizations that are already established, uh, one in San Francisco, one in Philadelphia, and one in Cleveland. Okay. Um, and they are using our technology to build up their own food rescue programs. Because it seems to me this would be a technology, you know, it's the, the computers, uh, computers are good at a couple of things. And one of them is, you know, matching numbers, right? Statistics. Yep, they're that's real true. good. They're real good at picking, you know, this map location and that map location. And that's the quickest route between them. And here's the quickest person to them. That's why Uber and Lyft, for instance, work so well. So it seems to me that your technology could be used probably anywhere in the country or, or possibly anywhere in the world. So uh, that you said San Francisco is one place where they're experimenting with it. Yeah. So uh, like I said, we have those three cities we partner with. We get so many requests from people around the country and outside the country who are really um, excited about food rescue, see the impact that we've had so far in Pittsburgh and want to bring this technology to their community. So we're going to continue to scale and grow and get this technology to other cities and communities so that we can ensure that, you know, all across the country, food is getting to people and not landfills. Well, a lot of times people want to volunteer for something and they don't have time. I was at a Rotary Club meeting here just the other night and they said, you know, we've got a lot of people in the Rotary Club, but they can't make, you know, the meeting is on Thursday night, let's say, and they can't always make a Thursday night meeting. What kind of time commitment is there to 412 Food Rescue for someone who is busy and, you know, maybe they're working and they've got kids or grandkids? Uh, How do you squeeze 412 Food Rescue into your schedule? Sure. So we always say that food rescues are a family affair and they are totally (laughs) a volunteer opportunity that people can bring their kids along to. Sure. Okay. And it's about a 30 minute on average time commitment. So it's something that you can squeeze in. Some people do it on the way to work or leaving work or on their lunch break. We often have a lot of opportunities on the weekends, which is great. If you have kids, you know, you can bring them along for the rescue and they can start learning about the value of volunteerism. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of opportunities for getting everybody involved, um, in the rescue process. We do have some longer term, uh, commitments as well for volunteering. If you take a regular rescue, sometimes that makes it easier for people to fit it into their schedule. So they know every Monday they're going to a specific Brugger's location. They have the same place that they're dropping it off. And then they just head into work. So that's another option, too. And all of those opportunities are listed on the app. And, and, and so, okay, so you sign up. You, you have to have a smartphone to participate in this, correct? Yes, that's true. Okay. So you have, a, you have your phone, and I've got a fairly cheap phone, but it is a smartphone. It doesn't have a smart owner, but it's got a smart, it's a smartphone. And I download, the, I download the app, and then what do I tell the app? I, what kind of information do I have to give to it? Sure. So you tell the app information about where you're located, times of day that you're available, um, the kind of car size you have. Um, It's a pretty straightforward process. We do have a very brief food safety training that we provide for our volunteers. It's very easy 
uh, for you to do. Um, and we always have app support um, available. Those are real humans. So that's us on the other side of the okay. line. So if anyone ever needs help, there's always opportunities to call us and so, and, and, and does it does it push an alert then if if um you, you you download the app and it's active and do you get an alert or an email or a text message? How do you know that there's a food rescue person needed? Sure. So when you open up the app, there is a map and you can see little icons for where food rescues are located. Um, you can click on one of those and accept the rescue. Or when there is a need for a rescue, you will get a push notification okay. on your phone. Um, and that will tell you that there's a rescue in your area. And you can click on it and see the details. And, and it t- gives you a map right to wherever the location where the food is and then where the location where the food needs to go. Definitely. So there's a preview. So you can see where you're picking up, where you're dropping off what you're going to be picking up and dropping off. Um, and then as you go through the app, there are each screen takes you through the process from picking it up to dropping off the food. And is the food packaged already? I mean, you're not given like loose food. It's, it's wrapped up in some kind of a tray or something, generally yeah, speaking. Yeah, so the food, depending on what it is, so if it's prepared food, it would be in a tray. If it's produce, it will be in boxes bread is often in bags so yeah the food is already packaged by the food donor so all you are is the delivery driver you don't have to do any packaging you don't have to figure out where this stuff is you follow the instructions the map on your phone and just drive it to whatever location where it's needed exactly it's so easy you're just responsible for picking up the food and delivering it to where it needs to go and then you can you know go on with your day Hannah, we only have a couple of minutes left. Talk to me about why there, there's a need that uh, 412 Food Rescue put out a uh, request for uh, volunteers, particularly in the southeastern area of Allegheny County, the sort of McKeesport, West Mifflin area. Is, is that a currently like a sort of a, a spot where there's not enough people? That is definitely a high area need for us, for volunteers. So we have a couple food donors that we work with. Uh, we have the Giant Eagle in Baden, the Giant Eagle in the Keysport, Giant Eagle on Rodeo Road, and the Giant Eagle West Mifflin, um, and the Giant Eagle Kennywood. Okay. We have food donors out there that uh, we pick up food from a few times a week um, and drop it off to local uh, nonprofits nearby. And so we're really looking for volunteers in that area to download the app, get involved, spread the word about 412 Food Rescue uh, so we can make sure that we are able to get food to people who need it right away. Uh, um, you guys are a nonprofit. So if somebody says, look, I'm older, maybe I don't drive, maybe I don't mm-hmm. have a, some people still don't have smartphones. I, I was one right. of them until recently. Um, but I would like to help out somehow. You, 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 you guys are a nonprofit, correct? You, do you accept donations? Yes, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, we are, as all nonprofits are, we really, really appreciate and value the donations that we receive from um, our donors, our volunteers, our supporters. Uh, so donations can be made on our website. Okay. Uh, we also uh, accept donations in the mail. Uh, we often have people who will maybe do a fundraiser for us, uh, either through their business or if they work at um, certain companies, 
companies often offer match donations. So there's a variety of ways to financially support the organization if you're able to do so. And, and the, the, the address I have, and correct me if this is the, 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 not the right mailing address, the address I have is 6022 Broad Street, Pittsburgh, 15206. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so 6022 Broad Street, Pittsburgh, 15206. If you want to send a check or money order and just make it out to 412 Food Rescue? Yep. And it is a charitable uh, organization. Yeah, so okay. everyone who does donate will be able to receive a letter, and then they're able uh, to, it's a tax-deductible donation. Okay. Uh, Hannah Uman has been our guest this morning. She is program director at 412 Food Rescue. Uh, they are in need of volunteers to help deliver food fr- or pick up food from restaurants and grocery stores and deliver it to food banks and other community organizations, especially in the Mon Valley area. You can get the app by going to their website or learn more about them by going to their website at 412foodrescue.org. Hannah, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.